BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. We're in seventh heaven, people, or we're at Hoops' house. One or the other, or potentially both. Uh, it's Richard Hobbs here on this week's Fancast with Dave still on paternity leave. As mentioned, I'm with Hoops. Hello. And with Jacob. Hello. How are we both? How, how are we feeling being best of the rest? Excellent. Excellent. With it's, it. it is ace, isn't yeah. it? I mean... I think I'd be interested actually. Well, I'll ask this. I can't remember what our predictions were at the start of the season. I think I went for ninth, um, and I think sort of most of us probably for top ten. Mm. I think people outside of the club would be like, "That's crazy! You're newly promoted." But realistically, twelve months ago, I thought we were probably a top ten side. Um, but yeah, seventh is so. Yeah, at the time of recording, we're doing this the day after. Man City, Leicester, and, and that company strike, um, and and secure it, yeah, and securing seventh, so it's pretty good, yeah. yeah. And when they win, when I mean I say when they win the FA Cup, but it's yeah. the one that Pep really wants to win, so we'll throw everything at it. Mm. But that's going to be one of the most. That's going to be as stressful as when we went to Wembley. I was going to say I, I, yeah. I'm a bit anxious about watching it, and in a way. We, we've done what we almost can do. Apart yeah. from getting to the FA Cup final, and, you know, if we were there, we'd have secured a European place if, you know, win or lose to Man City. But league-wise, we've done pretty much as well as we could have possibly done in our first season back. Well, I, I think I think at the start of the season, anything above, you know, 17th was a success because we stay up. Yeah. And, and this is just beyond what anyone could have ever dreamed of. Yeah, I think at the start of the season, I think in the first uh, in the first pod, I think I said that we'd finish. I think I went for tenth. Yeah, I've, I think I've we had got a feeling we were we, we, we started about seventh to tenth, or yeah. maybe even eighth. I don't I, know. I've, uh, I've got a feeling yeah. that Ben might have gone for seventh, mm, and I remember mm. at the time Jules be dropping. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Jules dropping, Roy, <laughs> after playing 18 games for Coventry, has been listed as one of their young player for season. It still weirds me out that he's classed as a 
young player because it feels like he's been around for like it's like Sterling isn't it didn't he yeah, he'd, he'd, yeah. 24. <laughs> he'd been in like first team since he was about 17 yeah. but with Bright I think he's found his level now. yeah I think that's probably a fair reflection of his ability at the moment I, I, he's out of contract in the summer isn't he well, yeah, that was going to be sort of my uh, question. So I believe we potentially have an option to at least get him on a one-year deal. Do, do you? Why not? Yeah. Why, why, why not? Just get him on the one-year deal. We're probably not paying him nearly as much as we're paying everybody else in the squad. Yeah. Send him out to commentary again. If he has another good year, send him to a championship team. If he has another good year, bring him back. Mm. If he doesn't, sell him. And if he has a good year, you can get a decent amount of money for him. I mean, I think the biggest frustration with Bright is that there's clearly someone who is quite good at football there. Mm. He, he's almost like a... If I see he's a League One trail, Ray. Right? Yeah. No, I, that's, get, yeah, if you describing that, I was, thinking, I, I was thinking of those. A, levels, every yeah. criticism of pretty much anyone's thrown at Bright, you can probably throw at trail, Ray. Mm. Yeah. He's just not probably got that sheer strength and speed of Traore. So you're right, he's a poor man's Traore in, in some senses, mm-hmm. but no, he's, look, he's looked a decent player, but flattered to deceive. So yeah, there's no there's no risk on that. Um, we probably may not have time to cover on this one in terms of ins and outs, and it might be one we do for the last one of the season. But um, he likes to keep a small squad, but I think he'll strengthen, so I think a few will go. But someone like Bright, I agree, I think it's a bit of a no-brainer to keep him mm. on the books and lonely mate uh, I think if the dream happens and we do potentially get into Europe I think we need at least six seven more players just to oh yeah and I mean would he do a job at Krasnodar away I think the uh, uh, you say pod for almost after the FA Cup final in a way mm. but it's you know obviously reinforcements are needed whether we are playing in Europe or not but but again and one for another time but I think the biggest issue is if Wolves do manage to get there actually we are kind of hamstrung by FFP because yeah we actually need to be signing an increase you know we've got such a small squad but it's it's one of those things FFP's all well and good but when you can pick up Matinho for five million pounds you know you know the business we've been doing I, I wouldn't put it past us to be able to get another, you know, good deal like that. And mm. I think regardless of whether we get into Europe or not, I think our bench needs to be strengthened. Yeah. Our squad needs to be strengthened because there's on a normal match day, we play our normal eleven because they are quite literally the best players we've got in the yeah. squad. And off the bench, there's little to nothing that I, I would mean, change. My my biggest sort of criticism of Doctor Nuno. <laughs> that, I've almost got brought, linked this in now, but uh, my biggest criticism of it is that. A lot of the time, he's not made proactive changes, um, tactically or with personnel, and none more so know, than in the FA Cup. Yeah, and because actually we, <clears throat> you know, I did think it last season in the kind of handful of games we lost, but this season, you know, he's kind of he is a bit hamstrung by you know, Kevin Costa, who've played fifty games between them and not got. Five goals, I don't think. No, it's, and it, you go. They've been. Uh, Cav's been marginally better than Costa, and has actually shown. I think there is still something there hmm. for me with Costa. He, he he's got to go, Franksy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it, but he likes a small squad, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it and it works so so well because he can have people out of the side, but they're never really out of sight, out of mind, unless no. you're physically on load. Well, you know. Then Donkers yeah. says, for example, when he was out of the side. 
you know, alternates. Traore's kept relatively happy. Um, so I think he will want a small squad and he'll, he'll want to work within those parameters. And also he's very, I wouldn't say fortunate, we've obviously got a very, very, very good medical team there. Yeah. You know, and that's no coincidence. The stats that have been out there this season in terms of... 98.5%. Like, yeah. Or yeah, that's like a very good point. We've not you know, had many, if any, real no, long-term no. injuries. It's been over two seasons now and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I kind of... I picked up on it last season that, you know, any of the players who were out long-term were your Phils or Fosueu who came to the team injured, yeah. left injured. And, you know, there's always no hope for someone like that. But, yeah. it's, a, it's not a... You look at, you know, Arsenal always seem to get injuries. Newcastle always seem to get injuries. And With, you go, yeah. uh, what they're doing, you know, uh, you know, the, I, I find an anecdotal level or what the club are actually saying. They, they're doing a hell of a lot to actually make sure that... You know, I don't think any team should use less players in the Super League. Mainly no, no, Burnley. No, yeah. I, and I'm I, I, just I, I, highly, I highly doubt. Yeah. I think it was 18, 19 reviews. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's yeah. silly when you kind of, it comes down to it. I mean, there must be some sort of method in Nuno's, um, you know, tactics because he's been shortlisted for the Premier League Player for the Year alongside Klopp, Guardiola, and Pochettino. Um, which I, should, I think I should win it. Mm. I mean, and I'll explain why. Okay. Because, explain why. Explain why. Because he... Pochettino, Klopp, and Guardiola are managing teams and are achieving things with teams and with that should be where they are. Hmm. Liverpool and Man City, with the squads they've got, should have been in the top two. Tottenham should have been in the top four. We were a newly promoted team, and we should not be seventh. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. I think the only thing I'd say on that is with Pochettino, for example, whilst the side has been established over a number of years, haven't they infamously not spent in the summer? And then they've had the injuries that they've had as well, where the others have caught up. So I think Pochettino is a very, very good manager. Well, I, I, I agree with you, but the thing is, obviously, it's hard to wear an objective head when you know, no yeah. one is involved. But I think Pochettino has got, I mean, obviously a significantly better squad than Wolves. There's yeah. obviously a lot of Tottenham players that you'd get in the Wolves squad, some that you wouldn't. But, you know, when you've got players like Harry Kane, Son's having a great year, you've got Alderweireld and Vertonghen who've been linked with, you know, massive moves every year. I think it's it's difficult to not finish in the top six when you've got that mm. sort of squad, even mm. if there are injuries, you know, yeah. you're bringing players off the bench. Yes, Sissoko is not great, but they still paid thirty million pounds. And Lucas Moore and people like that. I was going to say, I think that was going to be my 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 sort of point on Pochettino because it it almost feels like a bit of an outlier. You know, having Wilde, the best two, uh, in theory, the managers of the best two teams in the league, rather than the best two managers, just to uh, compensate on that one. That makes sense because you know both of them have achieved record points tallies. Yes, and you know it, it is unheard of the level that they have um, you know their, their teams have achieved this season by you know the contrary of that is actually teams have massively dropped points yeah. because you know there's only X amount of points you can play for and you know actually the rest of you know that top six have all in theory underperformed in that regard then and I think you say Nuno's the only you know he's very much propped it up in regards to that, because we could have just been fodder. I think it, it, it. I think it'll probably end up being one of those where um, whoever wins the title will be manager of the year. 
And then, you know, as if we've had the LMA manager of the year as well, yeah. which is a bit mm. more of the managers voting for the managers. Yeah. I think, I'd be I think, surprised if that wasn't then uh, the good old doctor. Yeah, I, th- I think if Liverpool win it, it's certainly got to be Klopp. I think, again, Guardiola, mm. Man City are probably expected to win it because they have got one of the best squads in mm. world football. Liverpool have got one of the best teams in world football. Their squad is possibly the reason why they're not winning the league or at the mm. top of the league at the moment, you know, dependent on the last game. You know, Pochettino, as I've said, has got a great squad. We've got a good team and we've massively overperformed. Yeah. I mean, we can all see it because obviously we're Wolves fans and we saw last year that we were a, a you know a good side and, and, you know, even before the additions, we'd have probably finished between 10th and 15th pretty comfortably mm. because we had a good squad. And I think... Nuno's got to take a lot of credit for pulling a team. You know, the last team was Ipswich in oh, was it two, early 2000s? Yeah, yeah two, uh, finished, uh, 2001. You know, as, as high. Yeah. And I, I, I think also, to his, his credit, is how he's adapted. What I mean in terms of adapting, when we've gone through a tricky spell, he's found it, this is a very Nuno thing to say, solutions, but he has. Mm-hmm. So he's changed things around, introduced the Donka, for example, and also... When you were talking there about City and, and Liverpool, the players which they brought in, they've been ready-made players that have been playing in their positions successfully for a period of time. Whereas with Nuno, and one of the, the key um, uh, things which I've, I've always uh, picked up on is, you know, playing Cody, you know, as a centre-half, a sweeper when he was a centre-midfielder, you know, bringing Bennett in, you know, even you know Traore, he's made adaptations and he's got more out of players than ready-made stars and superstars that yeah, he's got, that that yeah. he's been able to pick off. For example, Guardiola's been able to go to get Mares and the, the like. You yeah. know, he's brought players who were some of them unproven at this level and others who are out of position and and has formed a team, kept them happy. And I mean, I think it, people are going to be out for him. You know, the top clubs will. They've got anything about them that will be looking at this guy. Yeah, hundred percent, as as they should. I mean, yeah. on to your point of of he's finding the best out of players and potentially moving positions. You know, I think Traore has had some of his best games in a Wolf shirt at right back. Yeah. I think when he comes yeah. on and takes yeah. people on, Dendonka was a centre back in the World Cup for Belgium. Mm. Jota was a left winger. Yeah. Um, he really can find the best attributes of a player and find where they should yeah, be. Yeah, I think it. it... <sighs> And although Doc's got to take a lot of credit personally, I also attribute a lot of Doc's success to Nuno as well. I think it also suits Doc the way we play, because I think as a right-back, I don't think defensively he's good enough to play for a top-10 team. But as a right wing back, he gets forward so much, you you almost forget that he hasn't really got to do I think um, you kind of hit the nail on the head and you almost forget that coaches... Um, you know, expected to coach mm. improve players, and you know, the thing that I think disappointed probably a lot of Man U fans, let's say, is when I had Jose Mourinho and he was like, Well, we need to spend more. It's like, We spent 300 million and you're not improving the players, so why would we give you then even more money? And uh, if I anything, wa- he's made a lot of players worse. Yeah, I, I, I want to say it's Rafa Benitez when it sort of came down to sort of who's the best manager of the year. This is when he was at Liverpool, he says, Well, it, for all I know, it could be someone who's in League Two. Yeah. Because what they're doing is, a, you know, it, it's a different task, but it's in, surely like the whole thing's about improving players, which is mm. why Pochettino's so highly regarded and why Guardiola's highly regarded mm. and arguably why they are, both of them, are in a coaching in terms of 
I guess, a training and player development, more, probably more highly regarded from Klopp, who everyone loves. Yeah. But, you know, have there been, I'm probably <laughs> going to be, you know, uh, corrected, ostracised, uh, probably not with who we've got over the weekend. Um, but, you know, how many players has Klopp actually improved at Liverpool? Yeah. And he's not just bought, like, don't get me wrong, Salah's been amazing since he bought him in to yeah, us. You know, there's no one who you go, you know, like players like Henderson who have been at the club for the best part of 10 years now. He's good and he's probably, but he's not, you know, you've not seen a markedly increase in his yeah, the the only one you could maybe say is Trent Alexander Arnold, but I he's think, a youngster, I think almost yeah, anyway. as well. I think he's just got natural talent. I yeah, think, I think he's not changed anything about his game fundamentally that's made him into a, a really player. good right back. No, but that, that's the thing, Nuno. Every time he's won a manager of the month award, you know, it's pictures of him and his coaching staff, yeah. not him, mm. and you know, I think like all this passion and everything. It's, it's everyone. Yeah, and I think you touched on it with Doc as well. You say it's a team effort because his fitness levels have markedly improved he can't play in that position unless he's fitter and you know it, it, it all kind of I guess links back to one another yeah. now just as we kind of slowly edge on to uh, the full and game of the weekend it started with a tweet pretty much this time last week from Laurie Dalrymple but on Saturday he arrived everyone we had a WWE wrestler gracing the pitch at Molyneux when Sin Cara are we going for Sin Cara? Yeah. I was going to say, this is where it's really annoying that we did the rotor about three weeks ago. <laughs> you know, we like to do things in advance. We did not know there would be a, you know, a professional wrestler at Molyneux. And somehow we re- we rotated in three people. Well, Jacob... You, two, two people that don't two, like wrestling and one that thinks that Rey Mysterio... Uh, Sin Cara is just a poor man's Rey Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really sorry for all the fan castings <laughs> listening... Not really the actual pundits who occasionally come up and talk on here for me, like fudging over a lot of this because I think it was a pretty big deal. And you know, I think by and large, I think people were really receptive of it. And yeah. actually, it went down quite well. He did mm. sort of the team introduction stuff and yeah, a bit of a rallying cry. Yeah, you know? Mm. you know, frankly, give me him. You know, I think it worked quite well from a me from a PR point of view. I think things like the masks went down quite well with, yeah. you know, um, everyone really. I don't think, you know, you get a few idiots online, let's be honest, of other clubs. But, you know, it, it's a bit of a marketing. It's also jealousy from other yeah. clubs, isn't it? You know, we've got, we've got a a celebrity. He is a celebrity. You yeah. know, he's been on a, on a sort of prime big, mm-hmm. you know, show you know, in the WWE. And I think it's going to happen a lot as we grow in popularity, if we grow in popularity and... and get better as a club which is obviously the plan and I think that will suit Foson down to the ground because it just markets us even yeah. even better and I, and I think really to, to that level you know when you realise you're in the premiership and the reach that you have and you know particularly you know when it's a, a Mexican star and the following that he commands the following mm. that Jimenez commands um, I think it was very smart it was very clever so, Nice little trip, I'm sure. All expenses paid for for him. Where did uh, he you know. stay? Did he stay at the match? <laughs> I would imagine he stopped at the match. Um, <laughs> he wasn't at the Britannia, yeah. was he? Let's be honest. <laughs> um, so fair play, and it works, and it was, and it, and it was, and it was, and it was cool. So yeah, I think from a PR point of view, um, yeah. Other, other than people moaning, he perhaps doesn't have the number of loyalty points. I think. I mean, <laughs> Where was he? Yeah. MK away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no. Um, 
it was good. It's good for the kids. It's good for the exposure. It's good for the brand. And it's all. I hate talking about good for the brand because it's that's come. I'm a little bit of a traditionalist at times, mm. but you've got to get with the fact that we're in the Premier League and what makes money and what sells merchandise. <laughs> it's worked. So. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think. Uh... We talk about the level of exposure. I think I worked out at the start of this season when we signed Jimenez um, that he has more Twitter followers than the club and all the players combined. Wow. I think he's got about mm. 3 million followers or something like that. Yeah, so yeah, Mexicans know. love their football. They don't yeah. He's, he's, mm. he's, you know, I mean, Hernandez has not been a good yeah. footballer for about three years. And I mean, they all still love him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I really, really want Jimenez to score on Saturday. Hey, because... I quite like Wolves play scoring, not going to lie. Um, but also, that will make it, that will be his 14th league goal of the season, which will actually, um, I think, either ties or beats Javier Hernandez, his record. And he was playing for Man United. He was playing for Man United, and people always sort of see him as this sort of 20 goal a season poach or whatever. Mm. But I think that's a really great return for him. And, you know, I think it was a, it was a nice thing for him. He's like, he's our record signing as well. It's just that extra, you can't, we probably could have done it if, you know, we hadn't had the season we had, no. but you know what we had, and sometimes you just got to, you've, you've got to ride the wave, haven't you? Mm. Sometimes, and you know, enjoy, and have a bit of fun when you can have a bit of fun. Yeah. So that kind of nicely draws us on to Saturday, where mm. it was a bit, it was a bit of an odd atmosphere, to be honest. I I, I found because it's last game <clears> of the season, but we still had something to play for, but not a lot to play for. Everyone was in kind of a good mood. But the weather was very cold as well. So, you know, it was May. We were all hoping it's the last home game of the season. You get the shorts on. But it didn't quite flow right in, in terms of what I think everyone saw. And, you know, they say we all had on the mask and, you know, we had um, Sinkara come out. And it was just a little bit flat for... for, for you know, a decent amount of the first half. Yeah, it was. it's a difficult one because even it, it felt muted even with the celebrations at the end. But I think yeah. the problem is... Yeah, I didn't know what to make about those celebrations it, at the it, end. That was a bit me, weird. It's, it's one of those know. where it's... If that game would, like, made certain that we qualified for Europe as a result yeah. of finishing seventh, yeah, it's a completely want different to celebrate too. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't, you don't yeah. want to go massively overzealous to... Mm. But, I mean, I think the thing is... We could, should probably have still been massively, you know, happy that we finished seventh. Seventh, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's one of those where it was, it was being really happy, but knowing that there's a possibility that there still could be more. It's a weird one. It was, a, it was, a, yeah. it was a weird, let's say, final day of the season in those regards. But uh, yeah. was it safe to say that Diego Jota was taking it quite seriously, though? Yeah. He, yeah, he was. He, 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 I was going to say, I was almost certain he was going to get sent off. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say he seemed to be on a one-man mission just to do whatever he could to see Wolves win, and you know, I I I, I love him because <laughs> you know he is so scrappy. He won't give mm. up anything, um, and you can you can see the emotion and the anger on his face a lot of the time and. You know, I'm, I'm amazed, frankly, that in two years from being at the club, he hasn't managed to get himself sent off because he always kind of, you always yeah. think, yeah, he's got that in him where... Oh, he's on the edge. He leaves, yeah. a, he leaves a boot in as well. He, yeah. He's, he's and, always on the edge. But he, he just about manages to curb it. And I think that's why the booking for the dive frustrated me so much. Because, yeah. you know, one of the biggest compliments you can probably pay him is that... He primarily stays on his feet and he doesn't go down. He, he doesn't go down. And when he gets fouled, 
he doesn't do lots of the rolling around waiting for a physio to come back on. He usually gets straight back up and gets straight back he out does, as well. But I have seen a bit of his game he, this year where he does dive. I've got I've got to yeah. be honest. Yeah, he, he's all of those things you've mentioned. He's a warrior, he's a terrier. And yeah, single-handedly, I think he probably sends that the crowd and the team was a little bit muted. He went, right, I'm going to take this by the scruff of my neck this game and go out. And he's been amazing. And I think he's arguably in the player of the season. It started perhaps lukewarm, mm. and that's perhaps why he won't get that recognition. But he's been unplayable at times. But I've got, I've got to be honest, he does frustrate me because... All, Unfortunately, he will get a reputation. Yeah. So yeah. it's a classic boy who cried wolf. Where when he does get done, as he has done recently, um, you know, what for game, for example, he um he won't get he won't get the the rub of the green. So I, I like him for all his you know tenacity, his aggression, but I don't like the diving part no. of his game. And I it, do see, it, and he does. So- Seem to appeal for everything yeah. and not. I suppose I it's, it's difficult because in the league we're in, you see everything given. I don't mm. know if you've seen yeah. the Fabinho one for the free kick against Liverpool. You know, yeah. he, he's been brushed lightly on the shoulder. It's a tackle that anywhere else on the pitch would have been laughed off. Mm. And in, in the pressure, pressure situation, was that linesman that gave it? And yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. I think I agree with, with Hoops that Jota can sometimes go down easy. I think with mm. the penalty. For me, what was frustrating is that he's gone down because he's probably wrong. He's, you know, he's wrong-footed. He's he's going to take the shot, and the players nudged into him. To stay on your feet in that situation would be very, very difficult. And it's not as though I mean, I think I've watched it again. He's not actually turned around and appealed. I don't think. No. He just went down. I I think it didn't help for about three. Five minutes beforehand, there was a similar one, which I don't think was shown on match day highlights, but it was almost an identical situation where he went shoulder to shoulder, he went down the box, he appealed for it, ref wave, play on, and he went storming, went and got mm. the ball back. And it then came back, and it was almost like, you know what, I'll get, like, if I go down here, he's already denied me one. Yeah, I'm Is he going to deny yeah, me two? Yeah, yeah. So I'll go, I'll go down, I'll go down yeah. lightly. And to be honest, the contact wasn't really there and it's a it's a blot on what is a pretty you know it's a pretty good copy book let's be honest oh, God, yeah. it's been brilliant. you know like uh, yeah it, it, i think it just felt needless at the time because it was nil nil in the like was it in the first 15 minutes or yeah something? It, was, it was early on but that it was that fired him up because what, what, what i loved in that game was when when you know he wasn't getting the rub of the green he ran back to the halfway line and tackled Callum Chambers in yeah. what probably mm. was a foul. Can we just... Won it back and then the probably funniest thing I've ever seen is Callum Chambers, instead of running back to try and defend, yeah, just, just ran to the ref yeah. and ran with the ref, arguing, we... and then Jotun had his score. I was going to say, been... one thing that did, I didn't realise... Oh, pardon me, didn't realise is how much of a shithouse uh, Callum Chambers is. Yeah, he's, I a, mean, he he's does, a little crybaby. He really. does play like a centre-half mm. in the middle of centre-midfield well, and yeah. just spent a lot of the time... So sort of, you know, try to wind up people. And I think it was only when sort of he kind of went toe to toe with Donk. No, it was um he had a header where he kind of went in the middle of a park, and I think Bennett just went right over him. I was like, yeah, mm. that that'll put you back in your box. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jota, I, I, you know, we we joke about expected goals a lot, but how many of those times he kind of shifts the ball onto his left foot? Is he there left or right foot? This is what really Nobody frustrates knows. me. Nobody because he knows. gets the ball in an attacking position on his right foot and drags it to his left and 
everywhere it says he's right-footed, yeah. he would probably say he's I'm right-footed. I'm sure I've seen him take a penalty for yeah. balls with his right-footed, right foot. but always drags it onto his left. I think he likes to have the option to have it on his left. I think he feels more comfortable with it's a like moving Town- ball. It's like Townsend. Townsend occasionally likes to shoot with his right foot, yeah. but he's predominantly left-footed. It's the technique as well. And yeah. the, the key, you know, and look at, looking back now at some of his goals this year and also some of the chances... He never skies it, does he? It's, no, it's always it's hard low, low. low, low, low. Not giving the keeper much chance. Like so, te- yeah. It's proper textbook finish, isn't it? Create yeah. the angle yeah. for yourself. Push it out wide. Get it away from... Because effectively, he's getting away from the defenders. I'm going to hit yeah. a cross-back goal. And what's going to happen is the goal is going to have to parry it. And it's going to parry back out to hopefully my number nine. Or it's going to nestle in that bottom corner. And... As I say, I think it was I I think it was three chances that were whiskers mm. away. They were all very similar positions. And then he had that volley in the uh, second half oh. where it was still nil-nil mm. and you could just see he'd put all his vented frustration yeah. behind mm. that ball and I was so gutted he didn't score because I'm pretty sure it would have taken the net away. Oh, it was a hell of a strike. Yeah. Um, Outrageous. I mean, it's brilliant technique as well. You know, a bouncing ball coming out to him and on his... Weak, strong foot. Who knows? His mm. right foot. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. I mean, he's just choice. so he's just so balanced as a footballer. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. And I think I, uh, when we were watching the Arsenal game, I said to um, friend who I go with for how it, I can't remember seeing a team who was one-footed mm. as that Arsenal team, and all of them could only use oh, one yeah. foot. And mm. you know, I've got a big thing that you know, you've got two of them. You can learn to it, it, say it's all about balance well you don't necessarily need to be able to shoot as well but you know just shift the ball like Gibbs White one mm. of the reasons why I think he's so highly regarded is because he's very two-footed and you can see him play the ball with both feet and yeah. it gives him that extra option and you know you look through this team and the amount of our players who are happy kind of going both ways on the pitch yeah um you know someone like Johnny's right footed left Johnny left, yeah. uh, Doherty's surprisingly yeah. is good with his left foot as well then Donker's happy on either foot you know Matino and Nevers are good enough at manipulating their bodies and the ball to yeah. frankly do whatever they want with yeah, it yeah um, and, and, and Jimenez right as well um I had a bit of a mare at half-time, right? I'm not going to lie. Because it was a bit of a drab first half, apart from a couple of jot chances. And we weren't really clicking, if that's fair to say. Mm. And two of the people I thought who weren't connecting as well as they might do or, you know, have done previously for us was Doherty, who I thought didn't have a great first half. And also, I didn't think Donk had a great first half. Mm. I can one-up that. Okay. I would say 30 30 seconds before the goal, I turned to my uncle and said, Donks had a quiet game. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Aside from 70 minutes of fairly quiet donkness. Yeah. What a good finish. What a good goal, actually. You forget. I mean, predominantly, most of his career, he's been playing either deep-lying defensive midfield or at centre-half. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's again, been a very much a defensive he, player. He's another steal. He's twelve million pounds. Yeah, uh, and he's. I mean, he's, I'm assuming it's probably no issues with the transfer. Yeah, happening in the summer, but he's been a revelation. I mean, I've he's got. Been, mm. I've got a point. I'll bring on to that. But the goal, first and foremost, I think the work Matinho did for it in terms of how, as I say, it had gone forward once, and then we picked it up on the second phase, and I think they were just mm. trying to break, and Matinho just. As it, as it's gone for the best tackler I've ever seen at Wolves mm. in terms of how clearly just he knows where they're going to be I'm just going to get my body in front of it and just not and let's say the little manoeuvre with Doherty and 
you know, with one thing, we were crying out first half of the season, pretty much, you know, a lot of the time under Nuno's, we don't tend to get runners from midfield because of the formation system. We haven't had it since Edwards, really. We which sounds ridiculous. Are you and, saying uh, bring yeah, it back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, that but the context finish, of that type of player yeah. and that type of well, finish, You know, yeah. it's trying to break through the lines, yeah. isn't it, at the end of the day? Mm. And that's what Donk seems to be able to bring, is mm. that he's mobile enough just to say... Make that late run because Martino had already won the ball back. Nevis was sitting deep as well, but to be that extra person just to push forward and give that, you know, if no one's chasing it, following him, he's got the rub of the green. And it was it was a David Edwards well, finish. It, well, it's difficult to pick up Donk because to track his run, he, he doesn't actually look like he's running no. ever. No. <laughs> well, as I said before, like he he looks like he's slowly jogging, but I'm pretty sure he probably. In like he's 100 meters, really I bet yeah. he probably outruns most people. The, the best analogy I heard is that he runs like anyone's mum when you're telling the phone's ringing. Oh, yeah, he's straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, it's a great finish, exactly what was needed. Really got the crowd back on site, and you know, it was party time back at Molyneux again. The point I was going to make could, uh, could or will Donk be the long term anchor I guess or the one long term stay in this Wolves team so here, here's my reasoning is that Neves has probably got more market value from him he's you know he's a wider well known name now especially in England from last season and this season you know we've seen people saying their team of year I'd have Neves in you know We've got at least one midfielder better. Yeah, 100%. At least. Yeah. Uh, he's been yeah. indifferent yeah. at times. So, right. I, 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 you know, I, I don't think there is his long-term future lies at Wolves in the next three years. Yeah, that's, if, that's, if that's devastating demand. for me. But, I would, but you, I can, you can see where I'm going. Yeah. You can yeah, see it's hard where, to disagree. Mm. Okay. Matinho, however much we love him, however brilliant he is, He's approaching the swan song of his career. Wheel, wheel him out. So will oh, just wheel him out even when he can't run. Basic, basically, I know football's a short-term game now, especially for players. But in the next three years, do we think that our midfield will contain either of those three players? And I thought, you know what? I don't think Matino will be here in three seasons' time. No. Or two seasons or whatever. I'm not sure Nevers will be long-term because I think someone will be able to poach him. And I just think with Donk, if we can keep him happy and, you know, he keeps getting minutes, whether it's in defence or in midfield, he's probably not going to garner as much attention as other players. But because he's, he's quite not a flash. No, but because he's quite a utility player, he's, you know, was captain at Andalek, so he's kind of probably got quite good personal qualities for want of a better term is he going to be like you know we look at we're going through this big change we're going to your hopefully in europe hopefully that's you know wherever you know where we're setting our sights you know players are going to go out this team we all know that you know like bennett's probably not going to be here in you know probably 12 not before i'd argue i don't think cody will be either i don't think doc will and you go okay so I, I know, I, I think Dong, because of his versatility, because of his quiet effectiveness, I think he might outlast quite a lot of players in this club. I can see exactly where you're coming from, but I think the longevity that players stay is dependent entirely on where we are. Mm. I think maybe we have a, a 
good year next year, maybe start trying to push for sixth, or if we, you know, start languishing a bit more and don't have as good a season. I think that's highly dependent on where players go. Yeah. I think if we, you know, if, you know, all things considered, we manage to get into Europe, I think if we can maintain that and keep trying to push every year, I don't see any reason why we should sell players if we're not going to bring in a better player. And I think, as you say, Nevers is marketable and he's had a quiet season, but the potential and the things he can do, I don't see why Fosun or Nuno would allow him to go unless a much bigger team, like a much bigger team came in for him. And as Hoops has said, he's not had a great year. So no. I don't think your Real Madrid's, your Barcelona's no. are going to come in for him. I, I, I think as well, I think there's, there's two points to this. I think, I think, Jake, you're right in respect of... <clears throat> holding on to players. I mean, I'm asked a lot when we've done a few things this year, you know, from people from the outside, how are you going to hang on to Nevers? How are you going to hang on to Jota? Um, You answer those questions by evolving and being successful, which is, I think, the point you're making. Ultimately, we'll keep those players if we grow. If we grow and continue to be successful and progress, then the players will stay with us. Yeah. Because I the don't, ones we want to stay. Yeah, the ones we want yeah. to stay. So we will be calling the shots in this regard. And the second part to it is the evolution of actually Bennett's done a lovely job for us, but there's a better player out there who we're now in a position to attract, so we'll bring him in. And in fairness to Dendonka, as much as I'm a fan of him and I like him, if there's a better player in Europe or wherever in the world playing, then sentiment will be, you've done a great job, 12 million quid well spent, but we'll also move you on as well. So I think we'll be calling these shots. I don't think there's anyone within that team, both based on character and being particularly world-class, who is in the position to call shots where on the first season we finished seventh. I think they'll want to stay with us. Mm. Matinho, I, ta- I take the point, and it may be in a year or so of time where it's like, I've seen it all, I've done it, I've won it, you know, what I've won in Europe, I've won league titles, I'll quite happily maybe take a step back, I'll go to, back to Portugal or go to the States, or, you know, that that could well happen, and you're right with Dead Donker at a good age, and whereas Neves maybe more marquee, where he may bring those suitors, but I don't think he's there yet, so I think we're in a fortunate position where we've created environment, and Nuno is testament to this, that will dictate whether or they they go or not. I don't see that player power yeah. currently mm. in place at no, this club. I, I think I think we can probably all agree that we would trust the club to replace any player that went. Yeah. Because, I mean, at yeah. the start of the year, when Douglas went, we were all, I think most of us, quite shocked because he'd had a good year. He'd won us a few mm. points. He, 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 you know, he'd been a very good left wing back at championship level. And we thought, OK, squad depth. And we replaced him. We replaced him with a Spain international... You know, yeah. the, the, yeah. um, we ended up paying £16 million for and I think he's had a great year. Definitely. So I, I think if players are to go... Same there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. Right. That's an interesting photo of uh, uh, yeah. of our comrade Stu. Um, yes. But, but <laughs> an actual photo of Stu rather than that the one from Barcelona game tonight. Yeah. <laughs> before, before we move on to the uh, Liverpool game, there's just one more bit I was going to cover, which was the uh, triple substitution injury time. So... Max Kilman, um, Norris, was wasn't it? Norris, Norris and his full name is way better. Maximilian Kilman. Yeah. <laughs> has so a better. fascinating backstory. Yeah. He was captain of the England futsal team. Yes. Um, oh, wow. So, you know, I think there's a, you know, there, there might be something there. I think Nuno seems to be impressed with him enough to give him a bit of airtime. 
Yeah. All 30 seconds. Yeah. All 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. do, well, do you, you think... That I, must be in the contract that he gets paid a certain amount for making a Premier League appearance. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Do you think they deserved know. longer? Or you know, because it kind of, it, I could understand the merit, and it was you know a bit of a. It was still a very important game, and it, although we were yeah. in control, I think it's fair to say, you know. Do you think if we're two, yeah. yeah. Do you think yeah. if we're two yeah. look yeah. with yeah. with seventy five minutes? Do you think they'd have come on with ten minutes to go? Yeah, because I think it felt a bit like a bit of a not a joke as such, but. You know, they're, they're professionals at the end of the day. And then to come on, especially for, like, Norris, you know, the ball didn't even enter his arf. No, or, um, or, or Kilman, Kilman stood on the yeah. halfway line and then the whistle blew and Cody went and hooked the both. I think it, it, the my question is, would having the fact that we're already seventh, would you give them minutes in the Liverpool game? I would, yes. Um, I mean, by all means, counter it if you feel differently, but... We are seventh, so I, yeah. I, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't want to get humiliated, and I get the fact that you've got to respect the competition, etc., etc. And our game is very important; it has a massive factor on the title. But I don't really care to a certain degree. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, so not... selfishly, they've had a bloody good season, and what an opportunity for someone like Gilman to get ninety minutes <laughs> Anfield. What huge ex- experience yeah. for someone like mm. him. I don't see. The issue, that's that that side will I would imagine. I mean, we'll touch on this, Rich. I'm sure, um, in terms of the predictive lineup. But I would imagine it will be there or thereabouts. But yeah, yeah, maybe um, maybe Gibbs White might yeah. get a few like a start or come on slightly earlier. Traore maybe. I, I wouldn't have any issue if he changed the team if he if he changed large proportions of the team because as Hoop said, we're seventh. The the problem is is it's sort of like a personal thing of whether you want to give Liverpool. You know, a chance or like mm. it, it's it's. But what if Jota gets injured? And you know, we talk about yeah, our record, sure. and, and it's like, well, <laughs> was that worth it? You know, um, but no, you on, on a personal level, and also there's a game there to be won, and there's pride there. Um, it's going to be a cagey game, yeah. much like the Man City game last night. I think they're going to be yeah. really stressed about the game. Mm. I don't think, I mean, touch wood, I don't think it'll be a goal fest. I think there'll be one, two goals in it, mm. um, and I think it'll be cagey. But I, I think, you know, the problem is we've not seen enough of Kilman to actually know whether he could do it yeah. for 90 minutes. Well, we'll be back to talk about the Liverpool game after this. Before we go any further, uh, as we always do, we want to give our sponsors a big shout out because they're really great guys, really good people, and probably most importantly, they're really good at what they do. It's uh, Pixel Yeti Media, so if you're on the lookout for a new logo or a bit of marketing, go check them out. Uh, it's at pixelyetimedia.com. They're not just web designers, they're a whole creative agency, so they do the whole package for you. So from websites, brochures, signage, marketing, logo design, branding, Make sure you go check them out, as I said, because they're A, good at what they do, and B, they're good people to work with as well. Uh, so that's pixelyetimedia.com. So, Sunday, game 38. Wolves have kind of achieved, as we kind of noted before we break, achieved what we wanted to this season. We kind of hit our goals. The only goal that's kind of left is getting another three points in the bag and, you know, making sure Liverpool's almost... The only team in the top six we've not 
lost both games to. For Liverpool, it's arguably the biggest game in a generation. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's for, from a league point of view, obviously. Yeah. And I, and I think you know, I can't speak for Liverpool fans, but I, I would imagine from what I've seen, the league synonymous with Liverpool has been so so important. And obviously, they had their run back in the you know seventies and eighties. Then United took over, so I think the league has took massive uh, importance for them over 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 Europe. Um, so huge for them. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going off on this hand in here. What do you think about this selling tickets in the walls and stuff? I, I've, it, I think it, I do think it's disgraceful, but also. <clears throat> If your season ticket, you know, 500, 600 quid is paid for, yeah, the devil you know, I know, who am I to criticise someone for doing that? I think it's shit, really, and I think you should watch your team. And I don't like the idea any time of away fans, you know, or home fans as they are, being in the way in this scenario. But And it is kind of inevitable, and I've seen some of the prices online this year, but it's one of those, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean... It's- but you know, we 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 finished seventh. It would be a good away day. But if you can, if you can, you know, get some decent money for it, I, I'm not yeah. going to grudge anyone the no. chance to do that. You know, I think, you know, we can just play. enjoy it though, can't we? I suppose. Yeah, you know, we're also, yeah. yeah, we're also not to be a plastic fan, but we are also on the telly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I think you, you say it. It is. It's a hard one to rationalise because, you know. Most of us have probably been to Anfield as well. Mm. Uh, you know, you're going through, you're going through almost the the occasion. You know, it might. You almost don't want Wolves to. You know, if you're going just for the occasion because Liverpool might win the league, then you can't thinking or backing that Wolves will lose. Yeah, and you're going for the wrong reason. And you know, and yeah. like at, at that point, why not bloody sell your ticket? Yeah, you know, yeah. like. I, I don't know it's it's a tough one. I think it's kind of up for better people for me to decide. I think it could be, you know that there is a genuine opportunity. You could be there to see well history. What what I was gonna say, whatever happens, if you've seen a team win a league title on the last game of the season, that's got to be a pretty amazing thing to be seeing, especially if it's your own team. Yeah. Whether I'd be paying six hundred pounds personally, mm. if it was the other way round. I don't yeah. think I'd be wanting to pay five hundred uh-huh. quid to go and watch Wolves win the league. Well, it's, a, it's difficult because if 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 they were in the position to win the league, I I'd think about it. If I had the money, I mean, I'm a student. I'm yeah, like, twenty five p in my account. Relative to yeah, uh, but I think the the problem is they're paying you know upwards of five hundred six hundred quid to maybe see it because Man mm. City need to lose against Brighton, which you know stranger things have happened, and they need to be a Wolves side, which. You know, are a foil for the top six teams. Mm. They're running a real risk. These fans. Yeah. I, mean, how... I, I know someone. I'm not obviously going to name them, but I do know someone who sold theirs for six hundred and fifty really? quid. Yeah, and that's a lot of money. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the season. Yeah, I'm a serious note. I'm, I'm, you know, for a couple of reasons, I'm probably not going to have my season ticket next season because mm. of the cost of it, and you know, got you know, few things going on in my personal mm. life that I have to prioritise more, which is fair enough, but. If I'd have spent, if I'd have got that, because that covers your season ticket, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and and a couple of away games, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm kind of forgetting not getting mm. a ticket now to yeah. sell. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm well, not, we don't condone I, it. Obviously. I'm not, I'm not condoning <laughs> if anybody yeah. from the club is no. listening. But mm-hmm. how do you think Wolves are going to approach the game um, on Sunday, of which? 
against the Liverpool side who are currently winning 1 0 as of time. Ah, okay. Well, okay. I like, that's, that's I was going to say, I, I, I bemoan the fact that the last few <laughs> recordings, there's always been quite a, you know, it's because it's Champions League sort of run up. There's always been a good game on, and we've usually quite naughtily, had it on in the background just so we could keep an eye on. We always get distracted. And it turns out, today it's me getting distracted, guys. <laughs> but yeah, how, how do you think we're actually going to approach this one? Because, you know, this is our second season under Nuno. Don't know how much you can judge from last season, but last year, last season's last game of the season against Sunderland was a bit of a a, a bit of a piss poor showing if we're going to be. And I was frank. just thinking, oh, that, I'm trying to think of, yeah. you know, like we, we really didn't. That's on the worry, isn't it? That's the worry that it's a Sunderland esque performance with Norris and Goal and you know, Norris and Norris and half for going in the second. Yeah. But you've got you've got to remember it's it's an entirely different scenario where yeah. you know we were yeah. a league winner going to a, a you know a relegated club. Yeah. club. Yeah. You, you know, you you'd probably think yeah, you could probably get away with playing mm. your kids. You know, we we we're, we're playing. You know. A top of the league team, you know, we finished seventh. We had a great year. You'd think the doctor might have learnt from his mm. mistake last year. You know, we've got players in the team that you know live and breathe Liverpool. You know, Cody mm. obviously a massive Liverpool fan. He will mm. relish the opportunity to play. I think maybe conflicted interests, but I think he's already come out and said, you know, mm. he's Wolves, Wolves, you know, all the way now. But yeah. it's always going to be difficult. I mean, if you were playing against. Wolves in a, yeah, any football yeah. game. It's it's a it's a difficult one, but I think we we'll, we will approach it the way we approached every game this year, and we'll go out with the intention of giving them a game. Yeah, regardless Congrats. of who plays. Let's say well that kind of touches on to the next one is kind of undenied about it, but what do you think the starting eleven will be? You know, rather than who to be a personal one, what what do we actually think it's going to be? I don't know what I'm saying. B and such a maybe weird two, two additions maybe from the last game in terms of what I think it will be. I think he may give Kilman a, a shirt. Um, it certainly won't be in the place of Cody. No. Um, that, I think that's it could just, be. I yeah. think it could be body though. Could, just could out of body. just out of rest and rotation um, rather than and the way they play. Yeah, yeah. And he could even go Traore as well maybe for this one. Yeah, um, I know because the problem is yeah. Traore versus Mane yeah, yeah, right back yeah, in late wing is it? Um, peg, it's actually frightening. Yeah, peg, pegs them back. I mean, like, is it Van? Um, I don't know. It's changed now, but no players dribble past Van Dyke yet. That's kind of what they say. I don't know how uh, that can cause that, yeah. but you know. But has he had to go up against a one-on-one with Ryan Bennett yet? Well, because look where Ryan Bennett breaks forward. Yeah. The crowd oh, Skin him, Ryan. <laughs> just no. <laughs> Drop the shoulder like you're Stearman. Yeah, Stearman <laughs> doing roulette at centre half. Did you see, by the way, Stearman after Sheffield United yes. got promoted? What a man! Oh, that was, that was what a man! Get him on the pod, yeah. man. Um, yeah, I think I think he's going to sort of change the team a little bit. I think he's going to want to stick to you know. It's not like he's going to bring in Niall Ennis and Donovan Wilson no, at the top, no. is he? No. Um, I think he will kind of very much try and stick to that core team. And mm. you know, let, let's be honest, I don't think Costa and Cav have probably deserved a start. No. Whereas no. you could argue no. maybe. It, almost on an unknown quantity, someone like Kilman might have done because he's yeah. he's not had the chance to prove mm. himself one way or another. If you catch my drift, I think as well with with Costa and Cav, I think they might have struggled this year as a result of the change of formation. 
Yeah. Because um, I think our, our entire sort of philosophy has changed, where it was essentially get it up to Jimenez and Jota and let them do something magic. Whereas, and you need to be quite... You need to have two very good players on yeah, field. Yeah, they're, 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 they're a sort of... A weakly linked sort of big man, little man, but it, they've got both got a lot more to their game. Yeah. Than but they're, they're, you know, their points on Saturday, you know, you look at Jota and he plays like he's a number nine. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just yeah. holds up the ball. Yeah. Like I think one way he won a free kick in the uh, the second half because he had a man sort of tugging on his shoulder, mm. and actually, you know, he was just holding it up. And he was just waiting. He could have tried to like do something flash and done, you know, a cav roll over whatever. But you know, he just brought everybody into play and. It's those qualities that go underrated on probably yeah. Jota more than anyone else because of his size. I think the, the change of formations helped him a lot because I think out out wide you can go size. for yeah you can yeah. go eighty minutes of the game not touching the ball barely mm. being involved and being up front with him and as the runs he makes and the balls we put in. I also don't. He's very good technically, Jota, but I don't think his dribbling in terms of a one on one. Is quite needed to be a winger in this division. No, he can't. Um, he can't. He can't. That's the uh, fancast hotline. We're looking forward to having their <laughs> questions in a uh, in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with um, the, the Jota comment. I think he's electric, and I think he can obviously knock it past the player and beat them for pace. Yeah, um, as he did against Arsenal, incredibly well. I just think he's yeah. I, I don't know. Like I think personally, going back to the start of the season, and you know he looks a bit dodgy. I'm still convinced he was carrying an injury because yeah. I don't know what quite explained his dip in form. And then he came back after the Chelsea game and had some time out of the team, and he was really good. Yeah, I think, and, you know, I think a bit of change in formation. Yeah. Whereas Costa and Cav, they are wingers. I uh, don't quite know how they fit into a and like a number nine, if you know what I mean, like into that formation. Yeah, I think Cav has played up front in the past. I think Cav could potentially do the Jota role. Yeah. Costa, I just don't think no. Cav, because I think. I don't think he can hold the ball up. I don't think he runs in behind. I mean, this season, I've seen nothing that... I think, he, like, why would we keep him around? There's mm. nothing positive. When he comes off the bench, there's sort of a collective sigh from the crowd. Yeah. Which is really, I'm it's really pity, disappointing for him. It's always pityness, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, really disappointed for him. Because he you know, he's a fantastic player for us. You know, mm. There's a reason we paid £12 million, and it was the Liverpool game. Yeah. Where he absolutely tore them apart. And I don't know what... I don't know whether he's maybe put on a bit of timber. Maybe he's lost that yard of pace. Maybe he's just lost his love for the game. He just doesn't look like he's happy. No, he just doesn't seem to fit anymore for him which is a, it is a real shame because yeah. he started the season in such good kind of form in such good confidence yeah. and it's just not really it's sapped it's, it's... yeah like ever since that ankle injury he's just not looked the same sort of player and you know I, I, as I said before I think it's looking likely that him and uh you know Costa and Cav are both going to move on if we're going if we're going to be yeah. honest I think I think if we to, to one fit financial fair play and two just to maybe give him another chance I'd give Cav another year I think give him another chance off the bench you know mm. he, he's not we're not going to do you know we're not going to do much better or worse I think he, he's just probably a 7 out of 10 off the bench sort of thing rather than anything special but Costa just he, he's just not the same player he needs a loan move I think loaning out Traor is a weird one yeah I was going to say that we might touch on to that in a yeah. Social media corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is sort of slightly twofold, but it's will Liverpool bottle it, quote unquote, and what do we think the scoreline is going to be? 
I, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll bottle it. I think it's just Man City's to win now, so it's it's a difficult one. I think even if they lost the game, they've still got a record points tally. I think they've had an absolutely fantastic year. Any other year, they'd win the league. Mm. They're just coming up against a a better squad in Man City, as we mentioned at the start of the podcast. Um, I think scoreline. I think as I said, it'll be a it'll be a low scoring game. So it'll be cagey. I think one nil either way. I'm going to say 1-0 Wolves. Mm. I think Liverpool will just nip it 2-1. I think, you know, we know there's obviously more on it for them. That's an obvious thing. And I think it potentially will be deemed irrelevant with what happens with City. But um, I'm I'm hoping we don't just surrender the last game of the season. And I think from what we alluded to earlier, I don't think, based on the circumstances, that's going to happen. Um, But I just think, based on the circumstances, I'd expect Liverpool to just edge it. Yeah, I think again, I think it's going to be a quite close one. I think it's going to be one-one. Now, if I've done my maths right, by which I mean looked at my phone, am I right in thinking that neither of you two have won a quiz yet? That is correct. Well, I know that I haven't. Yeah, I've been robbed a few times. You've been robbed. I mean, the fact that I'm too young. It's it's a bit awkward, chiefly because I I think I'm in second last by by the fact I've won I've won once. So, one of you two will be joining me on one win <laughs> so on. far. More than so, hoops, I'll shake your hand. Like, oh, hoops, <laughs> hoops stands up <laughs> to stretch I'm out. I'm just going to get a pen and paper. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, we'll do it on phones or pen and paper. Um, so we can kind of keep a night note. Um, again, as always, weirdly, not many of you do. Uh, let us know how you're getting along at home. We don't. It's not that we like to have messages from listeners, but you know, especially about sound quality. You can, you can um, your phones, all right? Is yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So big thanks to uh, Dan the Man for doing this week's quiz. Uh, as a quick side note, actually, we put it out on uh, Twitter the other day, and I'll make sure we put out a link as well. Uh, but Dan's running the. Birmingham 10k in a couple of weeks time he's raising uh, money for Macmillan um, for those who I'm, I'm sure are aware of Macmillan it's a um, charity sort of particularly focused on cancer and it you know particularly it's about a helping sufferers but also actually helping those who are impacted as well kind of indirectly as well so you know anyone who's kind of been hit with something like that you'll know how tough it can be so he's raising money for a really good cause feel free to donate um we'll put the link out again but uh yeah just want to make sure everyone's aware of that one um, he's, he's got small as well so he's got little legs i was gonna say well, so, i mean a 10k know, for dad is like the equivalent yeah. of a normal person like doing so like big 10 the, miles let's say little lad, so, no good luck to him. <laughs> okay so uh, to be fair it's quiz this week i I thought it was going to be, you know, he's got to have it to go off on a bit of a tangent. Yes. It's fairly straightforward, actually, Okay. this week. It's kind of like the, the like, you know, the World Cup, the third place playoff of yeah. the, the game nobody wants. This is the game nobody wants, but we're going to get it yeah. anyway. Yeah. Okay, so question one. Oh, sorry, Jacob, but in the 94-95 Premier League season... Wolves were involved in a title day decider where they beat the eventual winners, Blackburn Rovers. There were two players in the starting lineups that day who played for Wolves in their career. So, across both teams, two players. Um, both played for Wolves at some point. Can you name them? So, sorry, so it was Liverpool, 94-95, yeah. Liverpool versus Blackburn. Two players in the starting lineup. 
For either, either side, all, all, all the same. Yeah, I mean, I've probably given it away by saying for either side. I'm really not trying to trick you. Basically, no. it's, what, it's one per... Yeah. I think... Ooh. Yeah. I've got one. I've got absolutely no chance. I've, I've got I've got I've got one and this isn't going to help. Sorry, this is but, in the starting but, lineup, by the way, uh, because uh, we can. To be fair, frankly, Frankie, Franksy, if you get any of the, uh, he's, he's put in brackets additional trivia. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> one day I we will I will show you how Dan sends them over. But um, yeah, there is an additional trivia of three players who were on the bench that day. If you get one of them, you know what? I'll give you double. What do you mean? One of the players one on the bench. One of the players on the bench. So there's you've got two points to play for, really. Yeah. But if you end up accidentally getting a player who's on the bench, because I'll be honest with you, it's fairly obscure, I think. <laughs> You've got like a Wolves connection. Yeah. So I've literally got no chance. I've got one player. Okay. And I'm pretty sure he'd retire Let's by this hear point. It. Andy Gray. <laughs> He had retired. He had retired. He might have been commentating, though. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Hoops, um, do you have anyone? <laughs> I do. And I, I'll, one I'm relatively confident of. Okay. Is, I don't get any extra points for this, but just to add a little bit to it, was a defender slash midfielder, sometimes midfielder, defender. Mark Atkins? No. No! Okay. <laughs> the other one, um, I'm, I'm very surprised at that. Um... It's obviously wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> just annoyed. Yeah. Rubbish later? You know what? No. You've got two points. Oh, okay. Robbie Slater was one of the ones on the bench that day. So I thought, okay. you know what? I'll give you double because it feels more obscure. So the two players <laughs> were in the starting lineup: Mark Kennedy for Liverpool. Right. Tim Flowers for Blackburn. Yes. Okay. The three players um, on the benches that day with Wolves Connections, Mark Walters... Which is where I kind of peaked when you said Mark. I was like, ah, oh, yes. Bobby Slater and Bobby Mims, who was the former goalkeeping yeah. coach. If he was, he was a woman. Yeah, yeah. he was. I knew one of the yeah. names you said. Okay, so former Liverpool and Wolves winger Mark Kennedy. There's always a link. Um, is currently on the coaching staff of what club? What was his name? Mark Kennedy, <laughs> the left wing wizard. That that. Makes me sad that you don't know who he is. I was minus two years old in the last question. I was going to say, he was in the playoff final, but you were like three. Yeah, sorry. Sound. Here's me wanting to feel young at 26. (laughs) 26. (laughs) Don't Uh, think that's right. It's a tough one. I I didn't know where he was. No. Um, Thinking of his former club. Total guess. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to shout out a guess. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Millwall. Derby. You know what? It's a shame because Hoops was on the right trail of thought when it was former club, but he's probably mm. on the coaching staff of Man City. Ah, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Former Wolves and former Liverpool and current Wolves uh, captain leader legend Connor Cody and his wife welcomed into the world a baby <laughs> boy last week. What the did they name one? him? No. <laughs> oh. Again, like, it's a little ones, isn't it? Uh, I remember reading it and it was obscure. I don't think this is right, but I'm, I'm trying to think of something Liverpool in. Um, I got Louis. Oh, it wasn't, but Lee. It begins with an L, I'm sure. 
Hoops has extended his lead. It was Louis. It was <gasps> Louis. Okay, okay. Okay. Wow. Okay, next question. Earlier on in the season, I think it was actually at the start of the season, Jamie Carragher pranked Connor Cody during a Sky Sports broadcast saying Wolves had made a bid for which defender? Pepe. I don't know if I can take that now. <laughs> I was going to say, you were just so proud. Yeah. You got one, weren't yeah, you? Yeah. I've <laughs> taken the points. Yeah. See you later, Hoops. Give, That's give, me. Give, give, I was going to say... Back in the game. Yeah, give, give him the point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. 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 You just can't argue about it. Can you? <laughs> give me something, please. <laughs> okay. In January 2017, Wolves knocked out Liverpool in the fourth round of the FA Cup. Uh, with a 2 1 win. But can you name the two goalkeepers in our squad that day? 2017? Yeah. I assume it's a two pointer, so I'm guessing that you should get one of them. At the moment, it's the other one. It's the other one. Mm. Yeah, same. It's, it's the yeah. one on the bench for me. Oh my god. Just trying to work out why they'd have been on the bench if someone else had started. I like how I'm just like trying to hint through it. Without just going, I mean, because yeah, I've, I've got two names, but I'm not sure he would have been on the bench. Are they both goalkeepers? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's, no, that, I, I know everything past you know yeah. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> so, so long as they're both goalkeepers, you know, we we can fudge our way through it. Um, I'm not confident at all. Okay. Do you want to show then? And yeah, then go on. I'm only going to show I've one. For going and Ruddy. Ah, uh, gone like me. It was for going and Andy Lonigan. Yeah. Oh, of course, they were blinded, didn't they? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. So oh. we've got well, we've got two questions and a tiebreaker left. I think. 4-2 I think it's 4-2 hoops so there's still a chance that's because Jake cheated his way in with a beige <laughs> shell <laughs> no. still in the game still in the nope. game <laughs> okay so in August 1979 oh fantastic we'll sign our last <laughs> league my time <laughs> just want to let you know just <laughs> Wolves signed our last League Cup winning captain Emlyn Hughes uh, Crazy Horse uh, from Liverpool for what fee? Oh, for what fee? Right okay. That's So you basically just try guess, okay. guess, okay. guess okay. what a really good veteran player would have gone for Jake Basically the Matino of his day uh, oh, I'd go for well, What year? 1979 79. Okay. I'm going to go I'm going to think out loud because hoops, I'm assuming you've written an answer. I've written one down, so I'm not okay. in Okay, well, <laughs> who was the first million pound player? They were in the 90s, I think. No, no. I'm sure no. they were the first it million wasn't. pound player. Because no. the first million pound player was, player was yeah, for although, Forrest. Although he wasn't the first million pound player because Nigel Clough wouldn't pay a million for him, so he, was no, he cost £999,999.99. <laughs> and, pence. and the first million pound player was Andy Gray, oh, uh, I hmm. think, uh, 1980. Okay. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go, go with okay. I went with 500. It was 90,000. Oh, that's a bargain. Is that close to wins? That was no, the game. Closest win. is it closest <laughs> wins? Is it the Come on. We only get closest <laughs> wins on a tiebreaker. Come on. 4-2. Okay. <laughs> uh, 18, 
Um, 18 years ago. I thought you were going to go 1877. 18, <laughs> 1877. Yeah. St. Luke's. Yeah. Uh, 18 years ago on the 6th of May, which was yesterday. Yeah, I was four. <laughs> <laughs> Wolves drew. Wolves finished their season with a 1-1 draw at home to QPR. What was the... Who scored the goal for Wolves that day? I mean... So, in 2001, who scored a a goal for Wolves? Again, oh, this is just I'm out the taking game. a gamble. I'm out of the game. I don't know <laughs> any players in 2001. Uh, you just pick an... I was going to say, just pick a player... A, a retro Wolves player. Usually, and this isn't the answer, you just go have our choice. Yes, or Steve Ball. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My eras aren't always that, that great now, but I'm just going to go Michael Branch. Okay. Uh, Lescott. It was Jody and Lescott. Are you taking the uh-huh. mick? <laughs> he actually wrote it down. I was like, when he said it, I was like, so how can I awkwardly look at your phone <laughs> Wow. Do we want the tiebreaker? I mean, I've got triple points no. for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Good show. That's a great show. It's a great show. <laughs> oh, my money's so, so three points. Almost annoying. <laughs> right, tiebreaker. And then we'll do uh, mm-hmm. Twitter and social corner and we'll go home. So, former Wolves and former Liverpool and Wolves striker scored how many goals in the league and club? In the league and cups, four walls in his 87 appearances. Who? Bobby Keane. Oh, did I say that? No, I you just said four. Said four, four and Wolves striker. Okay, a former Liverpool and Wolves striker. <laughs> so, how many goals did Robbie Keane score for Wolves in both the league and cups? Let us know how you've got along at home. Okay. Um, 48 48 I've written down 45 <laughs> one of you has won uh, wow and it's hoops uh, I don't quite know how no. basically it's just through having a number less than 48 because it was 29 oh, oh. <laughs> so we thought he was a yeah I think you both sort of saying he was getting a one in two goal return <laughs> I like how you said hoops just won it at the death when he was about three points ahead <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just want to give you something. <laughs> okay, so a few questions from Social Media Corner. Uh, first one from your boy Andy Gillard. Pick your perfect fictional uh, dinner party. You and four characters from TV or film. Uh, well, I say not not to do too long on this. We've been hit. We've uh, we've hit the seventy minute mark. Uh, uh, okay, hang on. Uh, I've got to think things I like. Um, John Snow. Okay. Uh, <sighs> who would get on well with Jon Snow fictional characters uh, hoops <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll do an amalgamation then so we'll, we'll yeah we'll do we'll, should we do should we do one each we'll, we'll, and see and we'll work on the last one okay we'll put Homer Simpson in there then okay 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 I'll, I'll change Jon Snow to Michael Scott from The Office good choice yeah See, I'd also gone down uh, sort of an American route. I was going to go for Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Okay. Uh, anyone who's seen it. And then... we just have steak. Then maybe David Brent. Brent. Brent yeah. and Michael Scott yeah, would, that be would be an interesting yeah. combo, wouldn't it? It would be some real awkward humour. <laughs> so, a uh, couple from Instagram. Um, one from Dylan Robinson. Uh, best away day pie you've ever had. Uh, 
Man City. It would cost me, I mean, it didn't cost me, it cost my uh, fiance's uncle, I think it was £12, £12, £15, and it was a wow. chorizo and bean pie, and it was spectacular, but mega expensive. <laughs> I can't top that. I can't top I don't often have a pie. I'm I not, I'm not I, a I, just, I just usually have a overpriced flat Carlsberg for like five quid and wonder why I bothered after well, I've right. queued up for 15 minutes and then go and quickly drink it. Yeah, I did, yeah. And the hot dogs. No, I got I a burger. Oh, I, I, they were selling hot dogs on the top tier, which I think, again, was 12 quid. No, which I wasn't didn't. terrible. It's a string. I feel like I, yeah. I, I, got a dri- I got a bottle of pop and a burger. It wasn't... I think it was about eight quid or ten quid for both. Yeah, and it I wasn't... Mugged off in the top tier. Yeah. Um, I won't... Or, or, I'll tell you when I had a good pie um, before an away game at um, Borough Market in mm-hmm. London. Yeah, from like Pie Minster. Okay. Very nice pie. Yeah. I won't read this one out from uh, Dan that he's put on because no. it's incredible. It's very... Uh, could be very offensive. Jed... <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Bevan, I want to go for, uh, said, should we sell Traore? Depends how much we can get for him. No. No, because I just, I, just, I just think there's an untapped potential there, and I just would hate to see him really fulfil it elsewhere. Mm. Yeah, I think I, 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 I sort of agree with Hoop. So if, if anyone's going to get it out of him, I think in the Premier League, it's, it's a good coach like Nuno. I think that was going to be... You kind of stolen my answer there, which Sorry. is annoying. Edit me out. But yeah, I'll, I'll take out yours. We'll swap them out. And, uh, no, but I think, you know, we, we talked about earlier that Nuno seems to actually be quite good at coaching yeah. the players, or his team seem to be quite good at improving players. And I don't know. We, I think you might be able to argue Traore's improved as a player in yeah. the second half of the season. I mean, he's had to do different roles in the team. Yeah, I don't I want think, to see him at right back. I, going forward... Defensively, think, he's never going to be think, good enough. I think against no. weak, no, I think against weak teams or lesser teams, especially at home, having Traore at right wing back, I think works because he will scare the pants. Well, off. I mean, he, he got Sol Bamber to injure himself from a tackle. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I think. We, uh, yeah, I think he. Think you can. I can see why multiple. Um, multiple coaches have gam- gambled on him, wanted to play him, and wanted to use him because he's got such, say, untapped potential. Yeah. Um, last question. Um, we'll do a yes or yes, no. Uh, can Wolves beat Liverpool on Sunday from Lee um, Michelle? Can we? Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, the way you construct that, yes. Yes. <laughs> Easy. Thanks. Well, See you next week. That's exactly what I want. Well. Uh, we'll almost certainly be back next Sunday. Back next Sunday? I hope not. Um, we'll be back next week after Sunday's game against Liverpool. There we go. Um, where we can sort of round up um, the game. I think we're doing a... Next week might be a bit of a shorter one. And we'll do a much bigger end of season one the week after. So we can kind of keep you nicely you know, up to date with your fan cast addiction, um, which is what we all need. Uh, but until then, it's goodbye from, as uh, I need to pick one, Hoops. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Jacob. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. See you next time. <laughs>